Welcome back to part two of our episode with Sudhit. Um, so in this episode, we're going to cover everything about user experience. Um, Sudhit has his own company. It's called Digital of Things, and we're going to find out more about it. So the testers, do they actually like give feedback as mm-hmm. well? Like they say, oh, I didn't like this, that. Yeah. Like so, are they prompted? That, that's what I said. Moderated, yeah. Okay. So uh, we do do that a lot. Okay. It all depends on our clients' objectives. Mm-hmm. So some of them want something very open and exploratory, we call it. Mm-hmm. At that point, we don't prompt them too much. Okay. Because they want to just understand actual user behavior. Yeah. Right. But sometimes they want to dig into something. Mm-hmm. Right? Um, at that point, we'll prompt them and ask them questions, but not okay. leading. It will be, it'll be framed in a way. That they're, they're open-ended. Some, they're open-ended and it's yeah. framed in a way. Mm-hmm. And then we'll prompt them on various different things. Okay. But all that happens before the test even starts. So it go, there's a whole plan that we make. Okay. The discussion guide that our moderator will have and follow. Okay. Um, we work with the client to come up with these questions. We, mm-hmm. we explain why we're doing this mm-hmm. um, by understanding their end goals. Okay. So it's very, very collaborative. Okay. Um, I had one client who said, so don't say anything mm-hmm. for the first half an hour. Mm-hmm. Let them interact with uh, this app and okay. just do what they want. But I want you afterwards to go back because mm-hmm. uh, it's all recorded, the interaction, and then just ask them questions on why they interacted like that. Okay, okay, so it's a mix. Okay, but, okay. Yeah. But we work with do, the Do clients also test for recall after a session? Yep. Um, so after they've recorded and you've monitored their mm-hmm. face for 500 things yep. and stuff, after that, do they test, okay, do you remember which were the three products that stood out to you? Like We do, yeah. You do. We ask those kind of questions or things like, what did you find most difficult, right? And we ask yeah. them those yeah. kind of questions. Okay, so, um, interesting. That is all working with the client. A very close collaboration, okay. I would say, you know, to get okay. the most out of it. Okay. And we're very flexible. So sometimes we would speak to the client before the next participant would go in there and say, okay, is there anything else you want to dig into more? Mm-hmm. And they'll say, actually, so can, you, you know, can we ask these kind of questions? So okay. it's, very, it's very fluid. Okay. Um, So right now I'm assisting a startup Mm -hmm. um, where the target audience is uh, seniors Mm -hmm. um, as well as people caring for seniors. Right. Okay. Um, So can people, can clients come to you with such a specific audience set and you'd find the right testers for it? Or is it generally like we want to test it across several users, across several demographics? Um, It's actually... Again, it's a mix of stuff. Okay. And I've had some really strange requests mm-hmm. from clients. Okay. Really strange. Okay. Um, so some of them would be, you know, we need healthcare professionals, right? Mm-hmm. But very specific type of healthcare oh, really? professionals. Yeah. And you've yeah. been able to. We've find... been able to fulfill. We're actually very good at recruiting. Okay. Uh, a lot of people find um, companies that provide the service around the world. Recruiting mm-hmm. is the weak point. We're actually very, very good at the, uh, the actual recruitment of it because okay. we have various different techniques to recruit. Okay. We we're building. We've got our own database that we use, okay. and we ask them a lot of questions to enter the database. Okay. So okay. We have a lot of information f- about them. Yeah, yeah, I checked out your website. You it's right? a pretty long form that like, you need to fill yeah. yeah. to be a tester. Yeah. And yeah. people do fill it in. They yeah. Do it, right? By the way, guys, if you're interested in being a tester, yeah. you can visit the dig- digital of things. Yeah. Digital. Com, yeah. Com, mm-hmm. And they have a form on there, and they pay pretty well. How, pretty much, well. how much is it? Per uh, session? It, it ranges between three hundred and fifty to five hundred dirhams per hour. Yeah. So, so if you guys yeah. want to make a cool <laughs> five hundred bucks, yeah. register. And at the end of the day, it just means that your experience with online platforms will be that much better. Exactly. Yeah. So we, we get a range, by the way. So okay. Some people say a mix. Some people get very, very detailed and okay. very specific. Okay. Um, but we all we say is we just need longer time. So if you, if it's very broad, 
We yeah. can do it in like very a few quickly. days. Like three okay. days, we can recruit and schedule it all in. Okay. If you want something very niche, it might take a couple of weeks. Okay. So right. it's just the lead time that sure. changes. Um, so something um, that you spoke about that, that uh, we found very interesting is that aside from user experience, mm-hmm. you also look at on-ground experience. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and for clients that have brick and mortar and also uh, e-commerce, mm-hmm. you're looking at matching mm-hmm. those experience. So can you tell, tell us a little bit about, okay, we get it when mm-hmm. someone's you know behind a glass door watching people. Sure, and yeah. How does it work on ground? So, um, so a lot of people now match the physical world with the digital world. Right? Mm-hmm. If you go into any store, mm-hmm. um, apart from branding, uh, even findability, for example, right? Mm-hmm. So where they find products in a physical store, yeah. if there's lots of product variety, they expect similar experiences in digital, right? Mm-hmm. In terms of categories and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. That's one example. Right. Um, subconsciously, people are matching the physical store with digital, right? Mm-hmm. If, okay. if it's an omni-channel kind of company. Yeah. Um, so we always say you should match very closely to that, mm-hmm. right? Um, um, I forgot the question. <laughs> so the question was, how do you actually implement it? Oh, right. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, so we've had a few requests for this as well. We have another piece of tech, which mm-hmm. is the eyeglasses, mm-hmm. and they're wireless. Um, okay. And it records the field of vision and the audio. So mm-hmm. if the person... No way. Can, yeah. yeah. Um, but it also records the eye focus, which is ah. amazing. Okay. So, if you walk so it's in, like Google Glass, but also monitoring your own eye. And the focus of the eye. Yeah. Oh, so wow. what happens wow. is, so, say someone's going into a store... Mm-hmm. You could actually uh, say which uh, signage or merchandise they looked at mm-hmm. and how long they looked at it for, mm-hmm. which parts of that, let's say, poster uh-huh. they're focusing on. Mm-hmm. Um, if, if you look at in-store merchandising, you can, you can look at the shelves and mm-hmm. where people are looking. Mm-hmm. If someone wow. picks up a product, you can see the packaging. So there's lots and of And what uses. they're checking in the labels, in the blah, labels, blah, blah, blah. All that kind yeah, of considering it's like checking your focus as well. That's, that's pretty amazing. cool. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's really cool. Um, and you, you can use it for lots of different use cases, like wayfinding. Mm-hmm. Uh, you could do, uh, like I said, merchandising, point-of-sale material, mm-hmm. um, yeah. adverts, signage. There's loads there's, of I think there's cases. a couple of places in Dubai that really need to yeah. do the wayfinding thing, <laughs> oh, yeah. for sure. Yeah, I, I mean, my sense of direction is awful, yeah. but I think that the wayfinding is awful as well. We did a quick test, actually, very... I'll give you a quick example. We did a test in this in this um, uh, this building, mm-hmm. uh, and we got someone who's never been in that building before to walk around, mm-hmm. and we're we're tracking what he's looking at and his eye gaze, mm-hmm. right? Um, and he's finding it confusing to get around, right? And he's mm-hmm. looking at things, and he's looking at you know big posters and all that kind of stuff, and he finds it very tough. Mm-hmm. And then the reason why all the wayfinding is on the floor, mm-hmm. right? Oh. There's signs on the floor, okay. but in that ten minute journey, he's yeah. never once looked at the floor. Oh, really? You can tell because his eye focus never ever goes down, right? Oh but maybe God. he's looking at his subconscious. I mean, like not. No, no but he would, it would, look, it would pick it up. Even if he looks down, it will pick it up. Uh, okay. Right? Even his eye, his pupils, his pupils will. Um, it will pick up where his pupils are looking. Right. Yeah. The, the reason. Yeah, and if he's getting lost, then yeah. he's not seeing. <laughs> the yeah. But the reason why that he doesn't do that is because the way he structured the building, mm-hmm. they've made it everything above eye level. Not even straight. They made it above eye level. Okay. So naturally, as you're walking through, you're drawn to a higher um, point okay. of view. Okay. okay. Right? So you're already there, like looking this way. Okay. So it's very, it's quite a big movement to go down. Right? Yeah. Um, it's just the way they've positioned it. Okay. If you made it quite natural and made it eye level, then maybe he'll look down. Okay. okay. But you're already forcing people to look up to it. <laughs> so it's very interesting. I <laughs> have a question because yeah. it can be quite expensive mm. to have a ready product mm-hmm. and you know a live website and stuff or yeah. an app mm-hmm. and then do the usability test and mm-hmm. then have to change everything right so 
what about at like wireframing stage mm-hmm. or before the wayfinding is done yeah. uh, i don't know yeah. um what about doing it um when you are at the mvp stage mm-hmm. or something yeah. um is that something that clients come to you for yeah and we say that is the most valuable time to mm-hmm. do yeah. Um, yeah you save a lot of development cost afterwards you save a lot of mistakes afterwards. yeah um we can even uh, we've done things with even sketching you can test right it doesn't have to be full usability test yeah. mm-hmm. there are different techniques and research techniques you can use Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, for and in a simple way as well. It doesn't mm. have to be expensive. Yeah. Um, you just have to use the right research methods at the right time. What mm. you're trying to achieve. Sure. Mm. Um, but I would say the earlier you do it, the better it is. Yeah. We've done lots of prototype testing. Okay. Um, is the only thing is you have to be very careful how you build the prototype. Yeah. So if there's yeah. let's say there's five screens, you can mm. only click once somewhere mm. to move to the next screen. Mm-hmm. You won't get certain elements out from it. Yeah. Right. So yeah. what you you have to manage your expectations about what you yeah, get what out of it. Yeah. So yeah. you have to let them interact a bit more. For example, if you want value. So we had that situation. So when we launched a jar car, mm-hmm. obviously, uh, you know, you're biased towards your own design. Yeah, you're so, blind. <laughs> yeah. 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 So, so you're in love with it, and, yeah. and you don't realize certain yeah. basic things. Mm-hmm. Like so, we use a tool called Mouse Flow. Mm-hmm. Uh, and what that does is uh, it'll record a user session for right. you. So every time somebody comes to the website, it basically tracks their mouse. Mm-hmm. It gives you a heat map and it kind of gives you a video about, you know, how, how where their cursor is moving, yeah. how they're trying to interact with the website. Mm-hmm. So one thing that I realized is that more than like, so we, we, we do car rentals, right? Yeah. So when you hit search, you see a couple of like, so we wanted to have a different way of searching for cars compared sure. to other car rental websites. Most have like just uh, long horizontal boxes yeah. where all the Fakers. elements of the yeah. car are. Yeah. And then just, it's like a vertical list, right? But we wanted to have more like a grid right. where you could see more cars at one time. Okay. Mm-hmm. So we wanted to show, like if you're on the desktop, you could probably see like 17, 18, uh, about 16 cars in, in one, one in one window, okay? Yeah. So you can quickly look at different prices and see what you want yeah. and you could scroll between it. So you could see the categories mm-hmm. and, um, but what we didn't do is like, so below each car, there was a button where you could click and view more. Right. But most people, so we assume that, okay, the interaction point was that button, yeah. right? You click on that button and you go to the next page to see more about that car. Mm-hmm. But 60% of the people were clicking on the car right. and the car was not uh, actionable. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Uh, thing. Button, yeah. It wasn't a button. Yeah. It was, it was like, so, so, but that fix was so simple. Yeah, like, exactly. you know, we were just like, okay, we'll make the whole box clickable. Yeah, exactly. We don't have to just make this button clickable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that uh, increased the, uh, you know, the amount of time people were spending mm-hmm. on our website by more than 60%. Yeah. Like something so small. Yeah. yeah. It, it has a massive impact. Massive. It, it has does, a massive yeah. impact. Yeah. yeah. And that's why I think people should invest a lot more in research and mm-hmm. testing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, we when I was in a corporate actually in digital because I've always been in this this field mm-hmm. uh, in the UK I was working for a company and we move one button just mm-hmm. a, a kind of one step ahead so there's a list of four buttons mm-hmm. and the button I was looking after I moved it one step ahead right okay and 40% increase in sales Oh, yeah. and it's in the same place it's just one above the next button so <laughs> I believe massive that impact. I yeah. mean I've heard clients say yeah. that they changed a color of a button yeah. and it has a yeah. huge impact and I think that's yeah. why also startups uh, and entrepreneurs are encouraged to test yeah, so much exactly. because 
Yeah. It's yeah. like we all have our yeah. own assumptions and biases. Yeah. So mm-hmm. A/B testing landing pages yeah. to see what, what headline or what button yeah. or placing something where or what image, yeah. what resonates with the with the client rather than just assuming yeah, things. Yeah. And uh, yeah. I, I feel like a, a website or any digital platform is mm-hmm. like a radio, right? Yeah. Well, the old radios where you had the frequencies, mm-hmm. right? And it's a bit static. It's a bit not unclear. And then at one point, when all the buttons in the right way, yeah, the sound is amazing, right? Yeah, that's what it should be like. Yeah, <laughs> that's what website is just yeah. twist, twisting it, turning it, tweaking yeah. it until it really you know scales up. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I see with my user experience as well, like um, e-commerce brands, like fashion e-commerce brands that mm-hmm. are joy to use. Mm-hmm. I end up spending so much time exactly. there Browsing, and spending yeah. so much money. You look on at those ASOS websites. and people like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Their, their UX is amazing. Right? Yeah. yeah, I actually yeah. think that uh, from the region, mm-hmm. uh, NIS has done a really good okay, job. Yeah. Yeah, that um, good. And it was interesting because they were one of the first, I believe, fashion e commerce websites that didn't start with a website, mm-hmm. it was app first. Okay, yeah. So no, I was, thought yeah. that. That was very, very smart, yeah. you know? Yeah. Being out first. Yeah. yeah. And the thing is that, um, I don't know, I feel like like as we are part of the digital age or whatever, our patience yeah, for limited, our yeah. digital yeah. products is, yeah. is so limited. Yeah. Like, I hate the fact yeah. that in Uber, and I've, I think since heard this like <laughs> two million times, but I hate the fact that with Uber, when you're trying to call your driver, yeah. it takes three clicks yeah. to call your yeah, driver. Yeah. But that's Why? intentional. Yeah. They're trying to discourage you from. But the it is driver. frustrating. <laughs> we we are living. No, they they want you to use the chat. Yeah, yeah. It's cheaper for them, right? It's and cheaper. And they say for the driver to use, I'm sure. <laughs> no, they want all the interaction to go through Uber. Mm. They want to be able to monitor but that. So if it's in a chat, like if you make a call, they can't. Yeah. They can't monitor that and see why what happened. Yeah. But if you it's if you a start frustrating chatting, user it's frustrating. And it's, it is a frustrating user experience in a place where locations are very landmark based. Mm. So they we don't work, a, Dubai isn't set up like a grid system mm. where yeah. it's where you don't have to have an interaction at all. So, you know, the thing is, it's not always about what's best for the user. Mm. It's not always about that. Mm. Yeah. So like some some things in Ijarkar, like initially when we we designed it, we knew that it was few things were harder for the user but to discourage prob- them. But it's probably going to result in us getting less calls mm. and more people booking online. Yeah. Like yeah. our aim is to let, make people book online versus offline. offline yeah. Where, like ideally, like we want to improve the online user experience yeah. so so good that people don't have to make a call. Mm. Whatever mm. they need to know it's is on the website. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. fair yeah. enough. So, so um, you know, like in that way, like we wouldn't have the number, the phone number, for example, visible in the header. Mm. Yeah. Because then it's on every page and people just like Yeah, yeah, people also So it's a balance between usability and what you want from your user. Yeah, exactly. We say that in, so UX, UX managers typically, they mm-hmm. have like a three different spheres. I don't know if you've seen the Venn diagram, but it's mm-hmm. user needs, mm-hmm. business needs, because it has to be commercially viable. You can't give away lots of free stuff or, you know, like yeah. the examples you gave. Yeah. And the other one is technical. So technical feasibility has to, has to be there. Yeah. Okay. So if you've got an amazing idea, right, but technically it's hard to do, yeah. you have to consider that. So a UX manager typically looks after all these three things. Or okay. a product manager, digital product manager. Yeah. Okay. That's what they do. So, um, so when when clients come to you mm. and after you've done the usability lab yeah. or uh-huh. the on ground experience, 
how you submit your findings as a report but you don't execute is that correct that's right so we decided actually consciously mm-hmm. that we uh, are not a development company and mm-hmm. we won't execute um the findings the reason why is we want to be conflict of interest conflict of interest and we want to be uh, unbiased mm-hmm. we want to mm-hmm. say look we're objective and we'll give you our recommendations from the users and our expertise in UX mm-hmm. but we we're never going to say your website's rubbish or oh, please let us fix it Yeah. yeah it's just it doesn't work in that yeah. way and uh, and clients are, are actually really respected that and they love mm-hmm. that yeah. yeah they've all got in-house teams or they've got other agencies that can do development mm-hmm. side we want to focus purely on user research mm-hmm. um and UX okay i just find it fascinating if you look at i can tell you little examples of mm-hmm. the difference in culture and how that m- it makes a difference in UX it's mm-hmm. it's absolutely amazing mm-hmm. um if you look at the nationalities right yeah um, and, I, and again i don't want to be uh, i don't want to contain people in different nationalities yeah. but there's a difference between british people the way they use website what they expect from a website to emiratis to filipinos right mm-hmm. to indians mm-hmm. com- there's actually different expectations mm-hmm. from yeah. websites yeah and and it's amazing how you can bring that all out when you yeah. test with these users yeah cool um, that that is yeah. very interesting and very interesting. really really helpful yeah. in a place like dubai in dubai exactly. we yeah. had a, a another client from london do you have an example of that i, I can i just want to um well i can let me give you an example yeah i'll give you an example of dubai versus london that might be uh, okay. Okay. so uh, we're doing it this um test for a london company mm-hmm. but they want to test the dubai market okay um and when we're talking to them and we're um we were screening for participants mm-hmm. so we were asking them a lot of questions for this uh, for this product and their product gets bought as a service their service gets bought out say once every two weeks or once a month in london mm-hmm. yeah right and i won't go into details just for kind of confidentiality sure. Sure. So, so in london and we were coming back with all these responses and said okay this is a participant list this is what they've said and they mm-hmm. said so there's something wrong he said these guys say that they use our service two to three times a day mm-hmm Okay. Is that normal? I said, yeah. Like in Dubai, that is normal. So, uh, without giving too much away, it's like we're very lazy in Dubai generally, right? Yes. Okay. We do things for convenience. So the, the times you order, let's say laundry. Mm-hmm. Okay, you would have your laundry person here a lot more than you would in London. Mm-hmm. You go and get your laundry done. That, right? Yes. Um, it's yes. things like that which is very Yeah. The, Even the take out the times you wash your car, right? Mm-hmm. Here compared to London. Yeah. yeah right? It's it's completely different because of convenience people are used to it. Yeah. So that culture is very different and they were mm. shocked and it's the same company that operates here. Okay. They're just shocked with the frequency. Yeah. Right. Uh you know and they were, they were like wow this is amazing. It's just the difference <laughs> in culture. Yeah, yeah, but without knowing what you're talking about. It's difficult to say. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Now I really want to know. <laughs> this is going to be off air. So earlier you were telling us about how um with every venture that you mm. did it got more and more challenging mm-hmm. so what were some of the challenges that you faced with digital of things sure um it was yeah it's it, when i say more challenging it's um the time commitment got more and more but then it was a different stage in my life now because it's been 10 years since that startup mm-hmm. since i started this startup so you d- develop as a person you develop in your experience and your knowledge everything right. um so in in one way it's easier as mm-hmm. if you do it later but uh you just get busier in life right mm, so sure. what happened i remember when i started this startup um i was at work um building this startup um before i quit mm-hmm. and even when i did quit i had a long notice period as well mm-hmm. okay so a uh, very long is uh, about 4 5 4 months wow yeah, wow it's very long right yeah. and so um i had to do uh, the work in a corporate and then after that finishes every evening go and work Uh, on, the my, on the business okay but what made it even more complicated um or more challenging was mm-hmm. that i had a beautiful baby girl 
Oh, at the oh same, congratulations. <laughs> you. Um, at the same time as I started the business. Okay. Yeah, so, yeah. which is, is an amazing, I mean, having a baby is amazing, but um, it was kind of, I put everything in, in, in one go. Yeah, oh my God. Yeah. Tough, right? It was tough because um, I remember doing uh, the morning shift in the office and then when I'm in the office, I'm at the office, right? I don't work on the, the yeah. business yeah. kind of stuff. Then I go to the office and I do that, mm-hmm. come home and obviously the, is it, we have a new baby. It's the first baby as well, right? So yeah. we're very new as parents. Yeah. So that's tough. And then you've got sleepless nights. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So then I've had like two hours sleep and then I repeat the whole process again. Oh like, wow. you know, big, big shift. And that was, that was tough. Okay. That was very... Um, can imagine. Yeah. So you really have to hustle you, as an yeah. entrepreneur. Yeah. Yeah. I, I just thought that any, every day that passes is a day too late, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and if I don't do it now, something else will come next right. year later. Because this always happened before when I did it 10 years ago. There's always something mm-hmm. that was there and I just thought, okay, I don't have time. I'm going to stop this. Or I don't have time. I'm yeah. Let's go. Yeah. So, and I just thought, you know what? Now... I'm just gonna go ahead with it. Mm. And whatever happens, happens. You just gotta hustle and yeah. Just, yeah. just keep going. <laughs> keep on hustling. Yeah. 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 yeah, it's good now. Now it's good because yeah. I've, I've now I'm focusing full time on it, um, yeah. and I can dedicate to it. And I still got the evenings and weekends with yeah. Right. So it's, it's yeah, it's worked out great. But okay. I just remember how uh, how tiring it was, you know. Um. So <laughs> digital of things is six months old, right? Uh. So no, it's uh, it, it's a about bit longer. January we got the office. Okay. So it's been yeah. about 10 months now. 10 months, okay. okay. Since we got the office, yeah. Was it financially stressful? Oh, yeah, very. <laughs> yeah. So we went from, uh, in Dubai, you know how expensive it is to live in Dubai. Yeah. Uh, we went from double income, yeah. no kids, right, mm-hmm. to zero income because I stopped working. Yeah. My wife's on maternity. Right. <laughs> and one kid, so zero income, one kid. But, but she's getting paid on maternity, no? <laughs> Only for a little bit. Right? Yeah. The rest of it is unpaid. Yeah. So then we're, we're you know, went yeah. from this to this. Yeah. Right. That change is a big change. Mm-hmm. But um, financially stressful. And then investing in the business as well. I'm and yeah. A big, because the thing is, ours is an infrastructure thing. Mm-hmm. So because we've built a lab, there's mm-hmm. a lot of capital investment. Yeah. Um, right. Did you have a partner? Or yes, I have a co-founder. Okay. Uh, uh, an ex-Emirates uh, employee as well. Okay, so, great. We used to work together in Emirates. Okay, okay great. Together. I've actually got a team of five now already, mm-hmm. so which is great, you know. Okay. It's, uh, yeah. it's, it's, it's growing slowly. Amazing. Um, Amazing. Which, yeah, I love. Uh, so five full time, and then I've got lots of other freelancers and things. Okay. And cool. what are the roles? What is your role versus the co-founders? Sure. So I'm I'm the CEO. Um, okay. Um, because my true experience is in UX. UX. Yeah. Right. Uh, my co-founder came from a marketing background, okay. so she's okay. the CMO. So she okay. deals with all the marketing, social, PPC, PR, okay. and you know events, all that kind of stuff. Okay. okay. But also with usability and testing as well. We we, we mix, but she's mainly the CMO. And okay. I'm the CEO. And then I've got a amazing UX researcher. Mm-hmm. I've got an office manager, and I've got a UX uh, UX and research director coming in. Okay. Sunday, so wow. okay, yeah, amazing, getting, yeah, very it's, cool. It's getting, yeah. Growing, man. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. and what I like is your company is all women, right? Except uh, it, for you. Yeah, it, it wasn't planned that way. It was just, <laughs> it just kind I of. Like it. I sure? like it. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. It's uh, a good story. Yeah, it's, it's a good story. story. I didn't. I didn't actually realize uh, until someone told me and pointed it out, and I was like, oh yeah, hold on, that's true. Yeah. Because <laughs> I was just picking the right skills from people that I found. Yeah. Right? Right. And gender wasn't. And gender wasn't even a thing. It wasn't. Yeah. A consideration. Yeah. Same as nationality. I don't think about nationality or gender. Yeah. Which is who's the right person for this role? Yeah, um, yeah. and then it, and then it happened to be. <laughs> yeah, I like it. I yeah, like so, it. Awesome. You should um, definitely say it's intentional. Oh yeah, actually, yeah. <laughs> you get some brownie yeah. points yeah, from yeah, women. Yeah. <laughs> it's uh, it's good. It's a nice Maybe little family from his wife. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. But uh, no, you're it's... surrounded by too much estrogen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
No, it's good. I mean, they're, they're, it's a good little family. And everyone's got their own special skills. And okay. it's worked really well. Recently, it's, uh, it's really good. It's, great. And it's a good Amazing. feeling when the, when the whole team works together and you see that yeah. live. It's, mm-hmm. it's, it's a great feeling. Yeah, um, and you also have the first mover advantage, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Uh, in in the region, I don't know about the region, but yeah. in in Dubai for sure, right? Yeah, in definitely. UAE. Yeah. So I guess yeah. that's why also mm. every day that you postpone is a day too late. I it's guess exactly, yeah. and that's what I was worried about. I thought somebody else, you know, will catch up. Yeah. But we, and that's why we've been approached by so many clients, so many big big names as well, mm-hmm. um, because they're looking for something, mm-hmm. um, and also from international. We get a lot of international queries, which I found really surprising, and I wasn't okay. expecting it. Okay. So it's people that have companies out there that want to test in the Dubai market. Okay. Uh-huh. Um, I've had one because they want local. Uh, they local want to grow and local culture. So okay. they want to understand the local culture. Okay. Um, we've had quite a few, and I was very surprised with that. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Very, yeah. Cool. very cool. But I think it's it's got great potential to grow because you, yeah. as things are moving more and more digital, mm-hmm. I think people understand the importance of yeah user yeah. experience. Yeah. And I think it's extremely important as well. So mm-hmm. yeah. I I would have to say if I did this about five years ago. I would have failed completely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, timing People, is yeah. everything. Timing, timing is everything. Is everything yeah. 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 And it's changing now in this region. I mm. see it. So mm-hmm. there's issues why UX and e-commerce and digital never took off. Mm-hmm. Well, not, yeah. when I said took off, it was just slow. Slow, mm-hmm. yeah. Right? Uh, even now, I, there's loads of websites that are not mobile optimized, for example. Mm-hmm. There's some that you have to check out over the phone. So you place the order and someone calls you to take mm-hmm. credit yeah. information, mm-hmm. right? There's lots of things like this. Yeah, all, all the leading e-commerce websites mm-hmm. do cash on delivery. Yeah, they do, still, yeah. it's a cultural is... thing, right? Yeah, um, yeah. There's various reasons for that, but mm. now the government's investing a lot of money. They're very keen on making a smart city, making yeah. it digital. Mm. Yeah. Um. And and what's happening is, recently there's been lots of acquisitions, right? Yeah. yeah. Like the big acquisition, big names. Massive. And they're all coming in. Yeah. yeah. So in turn, it's attracting investors. It's attracting startups coming. Yeah. yeah. So then they start building better websites and apps, which it, means that it's growing the ecosystem. It's growing it's the whole growing ecosystem. The ecosystem. Yeah. And yeah. people's expectation will change, so they won't be as forgiving as they were before. Yeah, yeah. Right? they're gonna say, hey, if I can do this on Uber, if I can get mm. a, an app in a two clicks, uh, sorry, yeah. a, a cab in two clicks, yeah. if I can get food in two clicks, you know, mm. why yeah. why does it take me ages to order something from a furniture yeah. website? Sure. Or a, yeah, you know? yeah. yeah. So the expectation sure. is gonna change. And I think the user, um, the, the like people's, uh, like right now, as you said, cash and delivery and mm. things like that, I think those things will disappear slowly. As yeah. people get more yeah. used to doing these kind of things, like already I think the culture is changing quite yeah. a bit. People are mm-hmm. a lot more comfortable using credit exactly. cards. Yeah, no, so it only yeah. uses Apple Pay. Not really, yeah. I, I, I love Apple Pay. I use Apple Pay. I have and, to set up Apple Pay. <laughs> and even on Ijarka, we are not designed for cash and delivery. We are right. only designed exactly. for, because the system works like that. Exactly. Yeah. You know, it just, it's, um, you know the, our business model is based like that. Yeah, mm. exactly. Because mm. you only pay a small percentage on the yeah. on the to book it the car and gets delivered to you, right, and exactly. then you pay the balance. Then so, you pay the balance. Yeah. yeah. So we need that assurance that you will you're you interested will in the car. You'll yeah. show up. Exactly. Yeah. 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 exactly. There's lots of cultural uh, nuances here. You know, yeah. and why it's never a thing. But I think it's really changing. I think we're right at the cusp. It's yeah. about to really take off. Yeah. yeah. And that's why we kind of started this podcast. Yeah. Yeah. We yeah. saw that this industry is. Yeah. yeah, it's growing in Dubai. Yeah, yeah we want or to ride that wave exactly. yeah. for sure. Uh, yeah, yeah, because I mean, we've always been interested in entrepreneurship, mm-hmm. but there weren't 
and we've grown up here. So yeah. I've been here since I was nine years old. Okay. So it's grown up here. Yeah. Yeah. But there weren't any platforms to talk about it, to right. learn about it, sure. people yeah. to learn from. Mm-hmm. Um, but with events like Step Conference, yeah. there's a Sharjah entrepreneurship yeah. happening. Yeah. By the way, Gary V is coming for the Sharjah entrepreneurship. Yeah, festival. Raj told me about that. Yeah, oh. so, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so really now funny. I want to go. <laughs> I, thought, I wanted to go anyway, but... Babe, now I think this is like the sixth episode or something. That, that we, we talk about Gary <laughs> yes. It's getting a bit obsessive now. Yeah. Yeah. We, yeah. There's loads of hackathons and everything nowadays. I mean, yeah, I know. Yeah. It's... And, and, I and think, the talent of developers yeah, also. Coming really, from an IT perspective, yeah. like I see... There's yeah. a lot more talent in, in yeah. coming to the Middle East yeah. as well. And the local talent is improving. Yeah. 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 I, I was the judge at Angel Hack. Okay. Uh, which has happened a few couple of months, a few months ago. And okay. the, 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 the things that they were coming out with, very good. Like good that quality. is cool. Yeah. That yeah. Is in cool. that small space of time, yeah. you're amazed um, at the kind of hunger by these guys, right? Yeah. And their talent. It's just, yeah. yeah. Really good to see. But like when you see big acquisitions happening, like yeah. you see, uh, you know, somebody like Kareem being yeah. worth $2 billion exactly. or right. like you see a so Amazon coming in buying. Yeah. So you feel like, okay, there's an opportunity. Correct. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. It, when before, when those things weren't happening, yeah. like it was just a hope. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Now exactly. you can see the There's the, been some good exits. Yeah. yeah. And that's why everyone's coming into the market and, yeah. and the government's making it easy as well, right? For startups mm-hmm. to enter. You know, they're, they're changing a lot of things to mm-hmm. help that. So yeah. I think that all is going to get combined. And uh, we're just going to see some amazing experiences on digital, you know, yeah. and even in store. Customer mm. experience is going to become very big here. Yeah, so, because retail is a huge part huge, yeah. of yeah. this culture, yeah. right? Yeah, exactly. So it's not going away. Mm. Um, yeah. I think the market's changing a bit. Mm-hmm. But, uh, but yeah. yeah, I think people are paying more attention to... Yeah. Um, CX and, yeah. and on-ground experience as well. Yeah. My, my, my dad had a, a small shop in the mm. UK mm-hmm. and he's a businessman through and through, right? Mm. And uh, he's always supported me in everything I do, which is mm. which is really good. Um, uh, he, I mean, he always said, take the risk, you know, do it, whatever. Because yeah. he's done that himself. Yeah. Uh, but even in his shop, is a retail shop, and he used to tell me these little tricks that he used to do himself. Okay. So, for example, he'll have, he'll have like blue carpet and in the middle of it, he'll have this one white carpet, like grey carpet, and mm. it looked disgusting. And I said, Dad, like, why, why are you doing this? And he said, psychologically, it pushes people to the back of the store. Okay. Right? So they start buying lots of stuff. Okay. And then you'll have high, high margin impulse purchases near the mm. till. Right. Because mm. uh, people are just there, oh, like, this is nice. Let's, let's yeah. This, right? Yeah. yeah. He'll be very smart how he plans everything. Yeah. Sure. I just found it fascinating, you know? Yeah. And, no and it doesn't happen in this region that much, I, I don't think. My, from what I'm seeing, yeah. it's changing now. I think yeah. it happens. Yeah, I mean, in store planning I, and merchandising. I think, I think it does happen because um, we have we are related to people who've worked in the in FMCG, the FMCG, right. okay. yeah. FMCG space. Yeah, yeah. Um, and they are always doing market visits. Mm-hmm. It's it's our brother-in-law. Actually. Yeah, the mystery he's, shopping and all that. He's always right, doing right. that yeah. to check uh, mm-hmm. where the product is placed yeah. and distributors right. and retailers and yeah. everything pay a lot of attention and prioritize products based, based on, on that. that. So it happens. Yeah. Yeah. It happens at the level of like what's at eye level right. and everything. How things are categorized. Yeah. But see, that's from a merchandising point of view, right? Yeah. yeah. Does anyone base it on customer point of view? 
Which on the wayfinding point of view, yeah, the you directional... You increase sales. Increase sales, but from a customer, give the customer what they are looking for, right? Make it I'm sure, like Spinney's does it. Yeah. I know. Right. Carrefour and stuff does it. Yeah. But you can tell the customer journey. Is, uh, yeah, okay. Yeah, plan, like right? it's planned. Yeah, mm. it's planned for you. You know, like you yeah. can tell they're trying to Navigate guide, you, you, yeah, guide exactly. you through a store in a particular yeah. way. Yeah, particular sure. yeah. Yes, yeah. I, know I guess I'm trying to think about it because mm. like, Mm. Like I pay a lot of attention to this mm-hmm. uh, because I'm in marketing. Yeah. I know all the tricks. Yeah. I know that mm-hmm. 9.99 is a yeah, freaking exactly. yeah. trick from like the yeah, 50s cyclic, or yeah, whatever. Yeah, thing, right? but I still yeah. fall for it, yeah. and I'm always uh, yeah. just a little bit more observant yeah. to that fact. That 9.99, by the way, sorry, should I just tell you? Yeah. One of the reasons it was made psychological. There's an impact, definitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. One of the other reasons is back in the day, mm-hmm. it was all cash. Yeah. yeah. Right? And to control the staff, mm-hmm. um, they would do, instead of, let's say, 10 pounds or 10 dirham, mm-hmm. let's say 10 pounds, 10 pounds, mm-hmm. they do 9.99, so the staff has to till it in mm-hmm. and give a receipt. Because mm-hmm. they give one, pe- pe- one penny change yeah. and a receipt. Oh, really? If it was 10 pounds only, the customer would give it and walk away because he's not waiting for a receipt. Yeah. Or okay. his change. Yeah. Okay. And then that's easy Who to pocket. Who wants that one piece? Yeah. No, but then <laughs> yeah. that 10 pound note is easy to pocket from, from the staff. Yeah. Right. Okay. Right? Yeah. So yeah. the reason they put 9.99, bef- this is way before, mm-hmm. um, is just so the staff has to give one penny and a receipt. Okay. okay. So it's tilled in. Interesting. Which is quite, it's yeah. quite yeah. important too, right? Yeah. yeah. This is one of my dad's stories. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if, if you look at uh, UX as well, yeah. what it is, what you're doing mm. is a different kind of focus group. Yeah. And exactly. I mean, focus groups are still big over here. Yeah. And I've never really bought into it. Mm. Yeah, FMCG yeah. clients love to spend on focus groups yeah. because all the signs and all the but there's so much bias in it yeah. there's so much uh, prompting yeah. in it yeah so what you're doing is that yeah. but uh, yeah what we more say refined is, yeah. it's a science focus groups are, are great um for for one input mm-hmm. but what you like you said it gets quite biased mm-hmm. so what we say is just watch them in their natural habitat so what mm-hmm. we say is is um watch what people do not what they say yeah that's how we differentiate so yeah. what we do is we just say use the website right try and place an order Mm-hmm. Right. And we're actually just watching their natural behavior. Then there's a bit of prompting mm-hmm. where we're trying to find out a bit more. But actually, we're just watching them naturally interact with the website. Mm-hmm. And that gives that a lot of... I have a question. Mm-hmm. Um, do you do testers test at the same time together? We Or on their own? Uh, on their own. We do one-on-one. Cause you get I a think that inside. also is something that doesn't work with focus groups because yeah. people are so impressionable. Yeah. So it's, yeah. oh, I don't like her yeah. Yeah. Uh, dress color in this TV ad yeah. and stuff. Yeah. Oh, I don't like it too. I'm going to be best friends with you. Yeah. Like, yeah. it's, it's <laughs> herd mentality. Herd mentality, yeah. herd mentality totally. Yeah. So, and, yeah. uh, you yeah. know, I think that is a huge flaw yeah. in, in focus groups yeah, as well. We do one on one. One-on-one yeah. testing um, because we just get so much insight from that, yeah. and they say that eighty percent of usability problems are uncovered by around five people. Okay. Yeah, yeah because it's a diminishing return, right? The first yeah. participant you test with, you get so much data, you get so mm. much like changes in blah blah. Yeah. The second one will repeat some of those mm-hmm. and give a few more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The third one will repeat most of what these two have said and just mm-hmm. give a little bit more. It's a diminishing return curve. Okay. okay. So people say you should test between five and ten okay. for a particular task. Okay. okay. Um, five and ten, you'll cover like majority of it, like okay. maybe all of it. Okay. Any more, it's you won't get the value from the cost. Yeah. Mm. It's just not worth it. Okay. Uh, and what we do is we align to the demographic of the client. So yeah. what we ask for is their customer demographics. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So they'll say this is the nationality, sixty percent female, forty percent male, whatever it may be, age mm. groups. Yeah. And we try and recruit 
to those exact terms mm. okay so they get okay. a representative sample but what about in my situation like my customers are tourists oh, coming right, to okay. Dubai yeah so how do you use it as for that like, we could we could still do that we could uh, find, do you know the nationalities or uh, I have a rough idea okay. yeah. age yes. groups and stuff yeah we can do it yeah. tourists it's just how we acquire them that's, right yeah. that's the only uh, thing yeah so. Yeah. yeah, that's. that's, that's it's like I'm catering to so many different, yeah. uh, you know, nationalities. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. everybody's thinking it might be different. Yeah. Like, right. you know, yeah, different exactly. Yeah. Some of my customers are from China. Some yeah. of my customers are from, from the Russia. UK. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Or some are from Australia. Right. Like, uh, like for example, in Australia, people find it cheap mm. in Dubai. Right. Mm-hmm. Cars are much cheaper. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. So they they tend to go for the more luxurious cars right. and stuff. So, you know, it's a that's, that's what I mean. Same with China. Yeah. Mm. The nationality differences you just get, and it's it's there's a lot of background in that. You know, mm. yeah. it's understanding that, which is what we're really good at. Yeah, but an Australian living in Australia mm-hmm. would respond differently to someone who's Same, been yeah. in Dubai yeah. for a couple of years. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So. You'd have How to recruit people country? when they land. Basically. Correct. That's what I was gonna say. You can, you know, at the airport or whatever. Somehow you can, you can recruit yeah. them. That's uh, why. Just... That's why I found uh, mouse flow yeah. uh, easy to use because I can study how people are yeah. reacting Using, and yeah. based on like I can tell location, like which right. location yeah. they're coming from. They're coming so. from, right? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, but. Uh, for mouse flow, it's okay. It's looking at recordings and everything, but you still have to derive insights. Yes, you have to derive, and it's pain. Like it's painful because, yeah. like, how long can you sit? Like, you can't watch hours and hours. Of yeah, video. yeah. You don't have time. There's no yeah. summary, and yeah. Yeah. You, you can't find out what the why sometimes. Yeah, yeah. Why they did you can't find out the why. Yeah. Like some some things were obvious, like yeah. this uh, the thing that I was telling you about mm. clicking mm. on the carpet, mm. but. Other smaller things like yeah. you don't know why people are dropping yeah. off or why they're leaving from yeah, this exactly. page. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Why are they browsing yeah. more? Like you don't know. So you, you don't know, um, and that's where our, I think we we're quite moderated, so we understand mm-hmm. all that yeah. stuff. Mm-hmm. Like there was one really interesting participant. Uh, accessibility is not that big in this region, right? US mm-hmm. and UK is big. Yeah, mm-hmm. but people are now starting to look at accessibility. Mm-hmm. Okay. We had one tester who, his eye, there's an issue with his eyesight, a slight issue. Mm-hmm. Okay. And uh, the color ratio, we call it the color ratio that this company was using, mm-hmm. um, he couldn't differentiate with the, between the different sections of the website, even the buttons. Oh, he's oh, colorblind? Really? Uh, he wasn't colorblind. He's That's just it. having an eyesight issue. So they were using, let's say, a white and a gray. Yeah. Okay. But there's not much of a difference between those two. A tonality. Yeah, okay. yeah. Tonal so then he can't, yeah. he can't tell the sections of them. Oh. Okay. So he's like, where's the button? Like, I can't see what oh, to really? click on. So really interesting, like, fascinating stuff that you can Very cool. cover. Yeah. yeah. And that affects sales at the end of the day. Sales, revenue, you know, all yeah. those things. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Cus- the customer loyalty affects everything. Yeah. So yeah, definitely. You, yeah, you uncover some real gems. And that, that, so automated tools are great as well. Yeah. But you won't pick up those kind of things. Sure, yeah. Why, yeah. You know, why they can't. No, I definitely them. see yeah. a huge value it's really it's cool and we pick up so much data and little tidbits you know yeah. from the culture and you're speaking to the person yeah yeah so exactly it's you're, watching them. Yeah. Yeah. you're watching yeah. them yeah yeah and, right. and maybe you're picking up on stuff that they themselves don't realize yeah exactly yeah, yeah. Right. yeah. Exactly. yeah. yeah. so that's um it's really yeah it's really interesting okay how we cool. do it. yeah i guess it's uh Science and psychology. Yeah, mixed together. Yeah. yeah, and it's tech. We use tech now. You know, yeah, yeah. real tech to to identify all those things. Okay, <laughs> so so how how do you imagine uh, that uh, that your company will scale? Like doing more of this, or 
adding more different kinds of testing. What's your yeah. vision for um, digital of things? I've got a, a very big vision. Um, okay. So I still want to stay in the UX and digital field, mm-hmm. but I've got lots of different ideas that I want to really, really grow into. Um, mm-hmm. And it's actually uh, like new research methods, new testing methods, even new technology that we can develop. You know, mm-hmm. there's lots of scope. Okay. Um, yeah. Scope to expand into like GCC, you know, the rest of the Middle East. Mm-hmm. Okay. I've got lots of lists on my roadmap. Okay. <laughs> okay. Cool. Slowly, Cool, exciting stuff. <laughs> well, good luck thank for you. sure. It's yeah. super exciting what yeah, you do. You so, yeah. Uh, yeah, come and see the lab one day. Yeah, yeah definitely, sure, yeah, definitely. And thank you just to check it out. Yeah, 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 yeah. just come around. Yeah, we'll be testers too. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> cool, cool. Thank you guys yeah. for having me on. <laughs> no, thanks for coming here. And yeah, cool. Great. All right, guys. So uh, that's it with Sudeep. I'll leave all his uh, links in the description, so you can go check out his company. It's called digitalofthings.com. You can find us on pretty much all the podcast channels. If you're watching us on YouTube, subscribe to us on YouTube. Leave us a like. Leave us a review. It really helps us out. Um, you know, spread the word. And uh, yeah, that's, that's it. Else? Yeah, keep on hustling. All right, bye. See bye. You guys. Bye.